0: Israel makes ninth place as the happiest place in the world to live. We're Zooming into Beisach with, yes, yet another Zoom. A helpful one, though. And Sivas Hashem celebrates 40 years with an army of freedmen. This is the weekly squeeze with Hanala and Chami. Chami! Hey. Welcome. Thank I am you. so grateful that you came over from all the way next door. <laughs> in the freezing rain. In the freezing rain. People don't realize the sacrifice we make. So cold. Yeah. Everyone's just like, it's gorgeous in Israel all year round. And meanwhile, we're all freezing our tukkasis off for the last two weeks. Chami is my neighbor. She made aliyah, how long ago is it? A year and a half. A year and a half. How's it Um. going? Really good. First into song, I am the land. Yes, <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. Okay, great. Do you feel like you are familiar with Israeli culture? Is your finger on the pulse of what's happening here, or you're just taking like day to day and your little?
1: I feel like I'm in my own little world. That's for sure. Okay. I was in Jerusalem today, and I'm like, this is a different world. Oh, you did go to Jerusalem? I was there the whole day. Oh, why? In the freezing rain. Terrible weather. Horrible. I was yeah. soaked head to toe. I didn't look at the weather. I should have. Yeah. I was wearing sneakers in the pouring rain. My
0: parents came to Israel for two weeks vacation and it hasn't been over 40 degrees <laughs> since they got here. Awful. Awful. It's brutal. Yeah, it was rough. I but was, you're not yeah. allowed to complain about the rain. I know. Because rain is a bracha. So I'm walking around, like, freezing rain, I'm yeah. like, bracha, Yeah. No. Yeah, okay, that's a good attitude. <laughs> so we, we try to appreciate the things that we have here. Um, obviously, the weather could be a little extreme, but there's so many beautiful things about living here that make up for the minor inconvenience, like hail on a March afternoon. That's right. So let's go right to the intro topic that I mess... So let's go right to the intro topic that I mess... Mentioned? Yes, mentioned. I'm a professional, a professional podcaster here. That I mentioned in the uh, intro Israel is the ninth happiest country in the world. Wow. Are you surprised to hear that? I'm not actually. Do you know what the least happy country in the world is? America no (laughs) close (laughs) Afghanistan (laughs) America seriously I don't know it's really bad there people are people are happy they have big TVs and big popcorn and all you know there are things that are not so terrible Um, But yeah, Israel was ranked ninth happiest place in the world, according to the World Happiness Report, which I didn't even know existed. And we actually went up from number 14 in 2020 to number 11 in 2021. Now we're number 9. Wow. Before we know it, we're going to be number 1. Number 1, yes. Um, It might have to do with the way... We handled COVID, not... No, that cannot be it. <laughs>
1: cannot be it. <laughs>
0: you're more than welcome to share all your opinions about I will co- not do that on Why? here.
1: <laughs> because I might get, like, I don't know, killed in my sleep tomorrow night.
0: We're a very open-minded platform here, and we Free support speech. all types of lifestyles. You okay. actually are a fascinating person, because you have a lot of shades to you. Yes. You know, you came from... A very yeshivish background. Right. Yes. You lived in Baltimore.
1: Correct. Okay. And yeah. now you're here in Israel. In this super chardal neighborhood, chardal. what
0: do you call it? Yeah. Chard- yeah. Yeah. And your passion is... So
1: many things. So many things. Yes. Yeah. Like... I have three businesses right now. Um, I have a bridal gown rental in Baltimore. Right. That is still running. Do people
0: Do people come in from out of town to rent gowns? Half our brides are from out of town. So you have a whole showroom full of gowns Yes. that brides come from all over the states. Yes. Rent. Yes. Where do their weddings? Correct. Dry clean? We clean it for them. You clean it for them? Mm-hmm. So they bring it back after so the wedding? Free. Mm-hmm. So that's a great service. Uh-huh. Wow. wow. Yeah. And you're running
1: that from here? Yes. I have awesome people working for me, okay. and it works.
0: Okay. You know that I was going to invite you to be a co-host to the Weekly Squeeze podcast, but then you told me
1: you're going off social media. I was off for seven months. How was that? It was so nice. It was? I just, so nice. But it's also really nice to be back on. And I think that like, I appreciate it more now being on because I had that break. I needed to like decompress. And I think I think a big part of it was that COVID was making me insane mm-hmm. or the insanity around me was making me feel crazier. Mm-hmm. And I could not give energy to anything else. I felt tapped out. Right. So now I feel like I'm coming back with new
0: energy. And you have a beautiful business so that y- you
1: manage. Yes, yes. And then here I have a, Dog training business. That's amazing.
0: That's what's so remarkable because to run a bridal gown rental mm-hmm. uh, yes. business, it's a very elegant, yeah, high end, classy kind of you know yeah, kind and of job. So
1: did wigs in America. I had a wig salon right. for the time for thirteen years. So, so I you are very women.
0: elegant in nature, yes, but you also are very down to earth because you teach yes. people how to manage dogs. I train humans to you live train with humans dogs. to <laughs> live with I love that. <laughs> You train humans to live with their dogs. There's a lot of dogs in Israel. A lot of dogs. Yeah.
1: A lot of untrained dogs. Yeah. A lot, a lot of, of dogs cats being <laughs> killed every day for no awesome. reason. Awesome. Right. Yeah, that's really sad. So I wanted
0: a cat. Oh, my God, I got to hate cats. You hate cats. Yeah. I was like on the fence for a second. Mm-mm. And then I, mean, I, I think got upset. I mean, They're easy pets. They are
1: easy pets, but I don't like cats.
0: Right. And they're, like you said, they're everywhere. I right. can't appreciate that. Right. So we never had a dog, but when I moved here, I thought about it for a minute. And we tried it for another minute and I'm not quite ready to go there yet. I'm very focused on what I'm doing and dogs take a lot of time and a lot lot. of focus, especially if you want a well-behaved dog. Yeah. Are you opening an Instagram page for this? I just did. I did. I have to, I'm still working on putting things on it, but
1: I did. What's the name? It's leave it to Chami. Leave it to Hummy. That's I would have my called it Happy, happy called. Hummy Dogs. <laughs> right. But I hummy, say leave it to my dogs all day. That's oh, the command. Oh, leave it to Hummy. How smart
0: is that? That's so smart. Yeah. I'm not a dog person. I yeah, ha- I
1: say leave it. We don't say no. We say leave right. it. Right. And actually, when I go to the States now, I'm going to be working with some people. Um, they're hiring me to That's
0: amazing. their dogs and You're an save. international dog trainer. And I would totally travel in for it. So, Speaking yeah. of travel, did you know that the Royal Caribbean is sailing into Haifa? Cool. The cruise. Have you ever been on a cruise? No, I want to. You do? You've been? No, maybe you should go with me because my husband hates boats. Yeah, I would love to. So the Royal Caribbean is the world's largest cruise brand. They have a fleet of 25 ships, and they are including Israel as one of their home ports starting this summer. So this summer, Chami and I will... Take a cruise through the Mediterranean to Greece and Cyprus and all different locations, and And we're going to be take you on Instagram with us. We'll we'll share that because (laughs) Kami's back online, so you'll see from two perspectives. The boat can fit 2,400 people. There are two pools, six hot tubs, a solarium a vitality spa, and a fitness center. And unless there is free halavisroel yogurt 24 hours a day, (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to book a ticket, but if there is... I don't know. The rest of it Yeah, sounds really good. Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. A 12-meter rock climbing wall, outdoor movie screen, live theater. The thing is with cruises, some people love them and some people hate them. And usually the issue is the food. Right they're not doing kosher food? No they are doing kosher food hmm. especially if they're traveling from the port right. of Israel right. like El Al like on, when you fly El Al, Al from Israel the you never is have great. like you never have to order anything right, right. so when you take the Haifa boat the Haifa boat <laughs> <laughs> it's the Haifa boat <laughs> um, you'll get some yummy food that will make the experience so much better another reason that Israel will be number eight and the number seven we're, getting, that, there. we're, we're getting, getting there we're getting there yeah yes what's so crazy is that Israel also ranks the second most expensive country in the world to buy property yeah which is so insane and also such a typical Israeli calculation like despite the fact that we're we can't seem to figure out how to get affordable housing here no were thrilled, nonetheless. I think as Israelis just are fine living in tiny apartments. It's crazy.
1: The, the like the salary to like housing and car ratio does not add up.
0: So how do Israelis do it?
1: I don't know. We just bought a house, and how are we doing it? Doesn't make any sense.
0: I don't know. Tell the people how you're doing. Here. Everyone said,
1: <laughs> everyone said, you just buy it and you figure it out. Right. And because Hashem wants you to live here, He'll give you the money. It's a great attitude. And it's
0: like. It's working out. It makes no sense. Right. Can we tell people the location? Sure. So, yeah, you guys bought a house or on paper. Well, it's already structured. Right. Okay. It's already built. Yeah.
1: Um, In Givot Aden, which which is right next to Neve Michal, which which is is where
0: where Speedy Beatty lives. True. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're never scared to tell people where Speedy B D lives because even if you find her, she'll outrun you. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> or she's not actually home because
1: she's running. she's busy running. Exactly. Yeah. Um. It's like twelve minutes from here, and it's gorgeous. It's
0: like on the way to the gush. It's I, I, I drove Ella by Valley. there. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. And if you keep going up the mountain, there's like hikes. It's just like a really it's nice in location in Park Adulam. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So good for you. So yeah. you managed to find the house. Listen. Ultimately, people figure it out. The issue here is uh, often the discrepancy between incomes and what the housing is actually costing. Yes. But, you know, as people invest money in Israel and, you know, build more slowly but surely, people are finding their places. Another interesting article that I read this week that pertains to life here in Israel is about the grocery shopping situation. Mm-hmm. Now, if you live here, you know that there are grocery stores where all the from people shop, and then there's grocery stores where all the not from people shop. Correct. So it turns out that more and more secular Israelis are actually shopping in the firmer grocery stores. Because state. it's cheaper. Because it's cheaper. by a lot. Which is so crazy because in America fair. it's the opposite. Yeah. In America, the kosher stores are more expensive. Right. But it kind of makes sense. I don't think that the
1: more Haredi stores are actually losing money. I think that the ones that are not Haredi know that they have, the people, most of them have more income, and they could take advantage of that.
0: Okay, I hear that. I hear that. Or are we, they making it up in volume in the Haredi stores? Because there's exactly, so many of them. Yes, so they're making it up in volume. There's bulk packaging from families, buy more. Right. This is a really long article in Haaretz, which you actually need a membership for it. I you have know. To, yeah. I
1: know. I once started reading an article that I was really interested in. Yeah, but I have a secret how to do it. Oh, I need that. You
0: open an incognito window. Nuh-uh. Yeah, like a new browser and then you can read another three articles. Oh my <laughs> and God. you clear your cookies. Amazing. <laughs> Life hacks. We will not be tagging Haaretz <laughs> magazine in this episode. Another reason that the Haredi stores are cheaper is because there is what they call protexia here in Israel. Mm-hmm. So they'll have some sort of arrangement with, let's say, awesome. Osem. Yeah. Thanks. nice <laughs> who will donate to a certain tzedakah that the grocery store is involved in mm-hmm. and they'll give them a better price like it. It, there's like a lot of like Stuff. backdoor yeah. networking going on but food is really expensive
1: and the prices have been going up like every week right especially no, for ridiculous. Pl- do you guys
0: use plastic at home
1: we do and mm-hmm. now i'm like take the china don't right? touch my plastic. i know so but then expensive.
0: who's washing water is also expensive so expensive don't stop wash it. don't wash stop eating don't use plastic. it's like a dilemma in my life I right feel
1: like, i feel like a crazy person i
0: know it's like you you're yeah. darned if you do darned yeah. if you don't yeah um hosting is more expensive for the plastic
1: forget the meat that you're buying
0: exactly exactly that's why i don't host <laughs> <laughs> uh, also soft drinks yes so we actually stopped buying soda you st- oh, you used to buy
1: soda? We, bought, we Or we drank soda all week long. I don't believe Dye it. Diet soda. Right? Okay, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. your thing. My husband's very into it. Um, And we drank it all week long, and then we realized that it was like half our grocery bill.
0: This guy here, by the way, their name is Harrell, the person yeah. interviewed him. That's not us, because yeah. we don't drink soda. He writes, my wife and I would drink a six-pack of... Co- this is you. Did they interview you? No, that's not You're me. not the Harrells? No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's incognito? they right, are trying to throw me under the bus? Maybe. You're like, don't call us grosses. cause the Harrells. <laughs> Uh, he writes my wife he, he says my wife and I Would drink a six pack Of Coke Zero a week And for Shabbos We would buy a serious Amount of soft drinks For us and the kids Israelis drink that Fluorescent pink oh petel yes, and all yes. these uh-uh. I actually spilled An entire bottle Down the drain today That's so gross Yeah Because my kid was tr- Trying to drink it I'm like why do it's I Why sugar. am I even pretending Like later I'm going to want, uh, want them no. to drink it It's no. nasty Yeah they, So he says I would spend 500 shekels A month only on drinks mm-hmm. And now was 800 shekel mm-hmm. That was us Yeah so now we actually we started I buying would... seltzer.
1: I mean, yeah. flavored seltzer. I feel like right. I'm, I'm an old person because I can actually drink it now.
0: Yeah, we always drink seltzer. Oh, I never do. But you can get one of those um, Israeli seltzer machines. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Soda yeah. Stream? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could put like flavors. flavors. That would be
1: great for you. But these are awesome and they're super, super cheap. The bottles? Yeah, I think the brand is called Tempo.
0: Yeah. Do awesome. You, do you um, recycle?
1: We do not.
0: Oh, so you don't use plastic? I not about the environment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tommy <laughs> Gross. Thank you for joining us at the Weekly Squeeze. You can close the door behind you. <laughs> it's all good. Um, there's actually a push now for the recycling here in Israel. I think they raise the uh, the amount of money they'll give you for the bottles. So back. for the glass bottles, mm-hmm. that they, they give you a fortune back on them on beer right. bottles and wine bottles. So right. that that I'm gonna
1: make my kids go to the store and right. get themselves money.
0: All right. Last piece of news that is relevant for people living here in Israel. There are more Arab women than ever learning Hebrew. When I first came here, I remember a conversation happening on the radio where they were suggesting that Israeli students, maybe they should learn Arabic. I mean, yeah. it's the second language here, and it would just make things more... Right. Uh, I don't even know what it would make things. But, I'm not sure, yeah. Right. right we're, we're, I mean, whatever. I mean, But um, there is a new program called Women Speaking Hebrew... And it's encouraging Arab women who live in Jerusalem to study more Hebrew so that they can get better jobs and, you know, be more successful in their endeavors here as Israelis. Um, I suppose it is. I mean, can you recognize an Arab by her accent?
1: Yeah, just today, actually, I was sitting on the train and this Arab guy was sat was sitting there, and he showed me there was a seat because it was so packed. And he was talking to me; he was going on and on. And I didn't understand a word he was saying, but I knew he was speaking Hebrew. But his accent was so strong, it didn't sound like Hebrew. Yeah. But I knew it wasn't Arabic. Yeah.
0: We once went to see some flowers somewhere in some field, and we were driving through. My husband and I just, you know, some Arab a, neighborhood. It wasn't really an Arab neighborhood. It was a field, and then there were these big like tents where they grow the mm-hmm, produce. Mm-hmm. You know, everything yeah, yeah. is ventilated inside. And well, the window was open. So my husband says, like, what are you guys growing here? I think that's how you say it. Yeah. So he said, Bil-bul. and we said, what? Bilbil. "Bilbil." Excuse me? Pelpel. Pil-pel. <laughs> <laughs> Bilbil. <laughs> they don't say P. They can't pronounce P. No. A lot of languages are
1: like that. It's interesting. I was talking to um, our new neighbor here who's English, and we were saying how I feel like people from different countries look different and she thinks it's because when we the way we talk with our language our fa- facial muscles move differently and we look different maybe because we look different we talk differently i don't know because i think all english people look the same and you can always tell totally they have, uh, yeah they have a look they have a look and then like even french people mm-hmm. look the same and i re- and if you watch the way their mouth moves you can see different
0: muscles well moving. there's a lot of components it's also i'm not a biologist like the <laughs> right <laughs> like what's her name said did you see that who the Supreme Court Justice that was... Oh, my
1: God. I'm not a biologist. Oh What's God. a woman?
0: I'm not a biologist. I don't know. So I'm not a biologist. I couldn't tell you, but I also know that it has to do with the weather. The weather's a factor. Like, if you li- live in the Middle East, your skin is right. darker. Right. If you live in like- Asia, the eyes... Right. right. But, like, we're, we're so racist. Look at us so talking racist. about people's
1: looks. But we're also, like, we're all from the same place. We all originated in, like, Russia and Poland and Germany. We all started there. My right? husband will tell you we all started in the Middle East. That we Originally.
0: Originally, I think we did. In the Middle East. Yes. Yeah, my Sherbay was not an Ashkenazi. Correct. Okay. And then
1: we all got scattered and a lot of people stayed in Eastern Europe. And we started looking and different. And we started moving to Western Europe and became classier.
0: Right. Speaking of classy, so the Arabs <laughs> <laughs> uh, the goal is for every woman in Eastern Jerusalem to have the liberty and independence to be in charge of her life, to exercise her rights and to have access to the rights and resources that she deserves. It sounds to me like, they're also trying to save them from themselves. Like, given Arab women... They're not stuck in their own communities anymore. Yeah, because if they can't speak the language, they're, they're trapped stuck. in miserable yeah. situations. Miserable. Even though I will tell you, and this is only because I'm married to Sephardi, I feel like I'm second cousins to the Arabs in <laughs> marriage, <laughs> that the Arab women are be usually behind all the the issues. Like, they're not... We're not, like, don't let the Arab women off the hook. Right. They're not right. innocent victims. They're, they add fuel to a lot of this fire, right. and they're behind right. a lot of, I mean, yeah. you know. Okay, but good for them. Let them speak Hebrew. Uh, you can't fool us. We could still spot you <laughs> a mile away. You should cut out the part about the I don't care about the environment thing. Oh, yeah, okay. You sure? I don't know. Is it funny? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to offend people. I know that there's people sitting and listening to me like, oh my God, I don't care about the environment either. <laughs> but, and you got to represent. <laughs> so I'm not sure if this is new because Ben and Jerry's is like not an ice cream that Israel, like they kind of ruined their reputation here in yes. Israel. But I read a very cute, like a blurb somewhere on one of the... Internet sites that I peruse yeah. when I'm looking for fun content. These are some ice cream, Ben & Jerry's ice cream. Let's Forget about Ben & Jerry's. These are some, what's another brand of ice cream here? We're looking for an American ice cream. Oh, they don't have it. They don't really have. No, so if you ice. want to bring an American ice cream into Israel, here are some very cute names that you can call <laughs> the ice cream. You're already laughing, okay? Um, if you're selling the ice cream in Jerusalem, you can call it the Wailing Walnut. That's a good okay. flavor. The Marshmallow. <laughs> Chazalnut. Like hazelnut, hazelnut, hazelnut hazelnut, <laughs> yeah. hazelnut, 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 and Simcha's torio. Torio,
1: like, like Oreo. Oreo. Oh, yeah, cute.
0: Okay. In the northern Galilee, you can sell flavors, uh, the, the berry pre-hagafen.
1: Very cute. That's
0: cute. In the south, chalk la chip <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> right? Yeah. choc la chip All around the country, you could have the mazel toffee, mikamoka. Mm. Mikamoka. Cute. That's cute. Yeah. The oigemalt. What's is malt flavor in ice cream? Oigemalt. Malt, cho- malt and Yeah, okay. malt. Um, it should be noted that any of these flavors can be selected either in a cup or in a cayenne. <laughs> <laughs> I just
1: want to say that whoever makes up ice cream names, all the people who were made fun of for having bad dad jokes, this is where they got, the, the, this is how they ended up using their talents.
0: They bring the corniest people in the corniest world. Corniest ever. Right. right. Well, Ice cream is, like, it's too freezing for ice cream now. Anyway, so who's eating ice cream in Israel? Should we do a quick quiz about Israel and see how well you know oh, Israel? God. I'm really putting you on the spot. You might want to plug your businesses before <laughs> we do this. <laughs> I don't know anything about Israel. You'd be surprised. Okay, good. We'll do it. Let's do this, and, and, and listener, like, see if you know the answers okay. to this. They're fairly okay. simple. Okay. Um, Let's go back
1: to the fact that I am in my own bubble here. I work and I take care of my kids and my dogs. And okay. that's it. I really don't, it. I don't. If you ask me, like, who's in, like, I've never been anywhere. You right. know that. No, I, I know, I know. Wait, what do you
0: mean? When I made Yah, I couldn't find Yerushalayim on the map. I made it my, my like, I put a map here on, on, on the studio mm-hmm. wall so I should learn.
1: I've never been into the Dead Sea. You've never been in the Dead Sea? No. So let's go. I've never been anywhere. I don't know so- if you understand this. I've never been anywhere. I lived here for three years when I first got married. I was pregnant for two of them. Right. I was too nauseous to think. So let's go.
0: go. I, w- I would love to go. Okay. Yeah. So Everyone listening is like, me too. I want to come too. So come to Israel. We'll take you out. All right. Here we go. What city is the capital of Israel? Is it not Jerusalem? It is. Okay. Good. What is the official language of Israel? Hebrew. And? Arabic? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Israel has borders with four countries. Can you name them? Oh my. Okay. Syria. Good. Jordan. Yes. Bailat. The Jews uh, oh. came from Yosef's oh, bones were brought from Gullah Smith's... Oh, Egypt. Is Egypt, there. yes. Okay, and Egypt is there. by the Hermon up north. Syria. Syria. You Do said I say Syria. Syria yeah. It I starts with the Lamid. Leb- Lebanon, Lebanon, like oh Lebanon. yeah, those—that's where the is. Lebanon, Syria, Jordan, and Egypt. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. I didn't know. I that. <laughs> Two out of four. Who was elected prime minister of Israel in 1969 and became the world's second elected female leader in modern times? Golda Meir. Nice. You see. I love that woman. Right. Which freshwater lake in Israel is the lowest freshwater lake on Earth? When I say lake in Israel, what do you think of? I think of the Kinneret. That's right. That's the answer.
1: You know why I don't think that? This is going to sound so dumb because you go up north to get there. So I'm like, how low can it be?
0: Right, but <laughs> I, no, no, you, you you have a point. But when it, I I totally get that because I'm going up a mountain the whole time. How low can it be? Right, exactly. But it's whatever. It We're not geologists. No. <laughs> whatever it's <That's> called. <cool. laughs> yeah. Now the Dead Sea is the lowest point on Earth. Oh really? But it's not fresh water. No, it's not. Right. So I knew that wasn't right. It's salt water. We're going to take you. What is the national parliament of Israel called? The Knesset. Nice. You see, it's easy for you. Can you name Israel's national airline? L.O. Nice. Is the population of Israel closer to 9 million, 19 million, or 29 million? 9 million. Very good. Now I know that. How? From the stupid corona numbers. Oh, because you were following? Every day. Right. Not (laughs) laughing. (laughs) 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 Laughing. And crying. Angry. (laughs) 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 Laughing and crying. How many days did the 1967 Arab Israeli war last for? I'm holding up my fingers. (laughs) Six. The six-day oh, war. Six-day war. Six-day war. Yeah. Good. What is the currency of Israel? Shekel. Good. In 19, Oh, this is a good one. My mother loves this guy. In 19 you have to be really smart to guess this. Oh, god. That's 19, your hint. Okay. In 1952, who was asked to be the president of Israel but declined? Albert Einstein. Yes! You're really good at this. I'm telling you, I'm so impressed. Uh, what desert comprises more than half of Israel's total land area? What is the biggest desert in Israel? I thought the whole thing was a desert. Not really. The Hermon's not a desert. True. We live in the Bechemish desert. Beit is not a desert. We live in the desert here. We're part of the desert. We are. But what's like the part where it's barren? Like, like camels? The Negev. Oh, never been. You could still just repeat the Negev. The Negev. Nice. Good. <laughs> You're doing great. Three more. Who was the first prime minister of the state of Israel? Ben-Gurion. Amazing. Amazing. Operation Moses refers to the covert evacuation of Ethiopian Jews in 1984 from which country? The answer is in the question. Ethiopia? No, Sudan. No. <laughs> I Did trying to trick you. <laughs> Close enough. Ethiopia is not Sudan.
1: It's two different countries? I have no idea. I'm not 100% sure. I'm not a. Is, is one like a city, one's a country? Are they both countries? Are they neighboring countries? I'm Why not are a they histori- Ethiopians in Sudan? I'm not a geography they travel to Sudan
0: and then want to get into Israel? Like, it's, we're going to have to do more, more research I, I, for this. Yeah. Me, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. We're so basic. <laughs> um, last question. What color is the Star of David on the Israeli flag? Blue and white. Nice. The Star of David itself, though. The star is blue. The star is blue. You know
1: something? About, you know where the Israeli flag came from originally? Um, I think I told you this.
0: I don't know. Tell me again. Okay.
1: Um, The Warsaw Ghetto Uprising. Okay. Okay. So they were a group of people. I forgot what they're called, but something about Zionist or Hebrew or something. That was the group that led the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising. That was their flag. They were the originals of that blue and white flag. Amazing.
0: Mm -hmm. That is a fun fact. The Israeli flag was created during the Holocaust. During the Holocaust. All right. Let me just remind you that this podcast is sponsored by dailygiving.org. Daily Giving is an amazing platform where you set it and forget it, like Charlene always says. You sign up for $365 a year or about $30 a month, just enough to cover processing fees. Daily Giving is a great platform for committing to giving $1 a day to Tzedakah so that you know you did the mitzvah and that your dollar is part of a large virtual Tzedakah box where thousands of people every day have their funds directed to different organizations. And, you know, you're good to go once you sign up. Okay, let's move on to some news that has to do with people around the world, not just Israelis. Pesach is around the corner. How are you feeling about that? Fine. I actually like Pesach. Yeah, I, I don't feel like, I don't find it to
1: be a big deal. People like panic. My husband no, I don't up, either, yeah. Like, he is still panicked from his childhood. So I have to calm him. He's like P-
0: Pesach PTSD. Yes. Yeah. So I'm the wife in the kitchen, and I'm calming him right. while he stands there. My husband me. also grew up. My mother-in-law is so neurotic. She's cleaning rice from before Purim. Yeah. yeah. People always say, oh, you could eat rice on Pesach. You can only eat rice if you clean it, and it takes months to clean it. And you have to check it like 4,000 times. Yeah. It, like She cleans it. She sorts like grain mm-hmm. by grain. Yeah, that's crazy. So we'll be eating, eating rice in her house. <laughs> <laughs> but Pesach is coming. It's stressful for a lot of people. So there is a program that will help you save tips for pesach by examining all the packaged foods and letting you know which ones are cheaper and which ones uh, are better mm-hmm. options helping you plan your seder it's on zoom which was like oh, oh. but mm-hmm. you know i guess zoom is just a great way to reach a lot of people a lot of people you can sign up for this workshop it's going to be on march 24th and they will help you create a budget for an affordable yumt of celebration because pesach gets more and more expensive um, they're saying that it costs upwards of $5,000 for an Orthodox family to yes. celebrate Pesach. Now, last year we were in lockdown, the year before we were in lockdown, but this year people are going to be having guests and we're going and back to... And the price it. of food
1: went up. And the price of food,
0: Right, exactly. And drinks. And drinks. Yeah, if you drink drinks. And
1: grape juice. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: I mean, unless you're going to a hotel, which then, is more expensive, but then you're not budgeting. You're not joining this no, Zoom to talk about like which Manischewitz, Manischewitz uh, Matzah ball no. mix is cheaper no. if you're going to Hawaii for Pesach. Right, yeah. I know that when I was a kid, my grandmother would, I mean, the physical amount of work that she put in to prepare uh-huh. for Pesach and... As lavatars, my You my, do so much work. It's ridiculous. You they, peel your tomatoes, right? Peel the tomatoes, just in case there's hummus underneath oh the my tomato. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> underneath the tomato skin. And besides, like, some very basic milk products, no processed food, my grandmother used to boil the sugar before. So oh the sugar God. was like a syrup and use chicken schmaltz, salt, and pepper. But you know what? Everything was delicious and so fresh. She did have cake. She would make, um, did we have cake? No, maybe that's where the whole chocolate shtick started. Or meringues. Or meringues. Yeah. I was at a client today
1: who is not Lubavitch. Her sister is. She hosts her sister for Yontif. Mm-hmm. And she cooks for Lubavitch. Yeah. Why would you do that to yourself when you're not Lubavitch? She must love her sister. She does. But she said yeah. that if you prepare the vegetables before Yontif, you don't have to do all that crazy. Is that right?
0: So? Yeah. yeah. So my mother does a lot of... So like, she's doing everything before. Yeah. Sorbets. And she fries up the mushrooms mm-hmm. and onions mm-hmm. and everything. But I don't know. I find that as the years pass and your children get married and every husband brings a new min hug in. Right. it just becomes like a whole variety show. Stuff, yeah. Like my sister got married this year, and the chassan's going to be at my parents' seder, and he messaged my father, I'm so excited to be at your seder this year. And my father's thinking like, we do like an express Florida seder. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 15 minutes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody has their own uh, style, but we do try to make it nice and fill up the house with tons of food. Like yeah. Keilu, there's a... A war. Keila, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there's a war in Ukraine. <laughs> so it's nice that there there are people trying to help deal with the expenses of Pesach. So Chami, mm-hmm. were you ever in Canada? Yes. Okay. Yes. Why? We went to Niagara Falls. Oh, so you went to Toronto? Yep.
1: So yeah, you never lived in now.
0: you never lived in Montreal or anything. Nope. you have family there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cousins. Are they happy there?
1: Actually, also my gown distributor lives in Montreal.
0: Okay. Plug your business. Chami, yeah. what's your Instagram handle?
1: Bridal Creations Baltimore.
0: Bridal Creations Baltimore. Check that account out. Follow Chami. Um, I'm going to help her with content, so it's going to be really... We're going <laughs> to have you. some snazzy reels up Thank shortly. You. I'll dress up in a gown and, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'll help you out. Montreal is in our family's like history. Yeah. My grandparents came to Montreal after the war. My other grandparents came before the war and... We, I lived there in high school for three years. I have family there on both sides. So this was concerning for me. There are two universities in Montreal, um, Concordia and McGill. And they're, of course, dealing with anti-Semitism because, once again, the Palestine solidarity policy is being favored over the Israeli policy of just let's not hate Israelis— mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Jews, so well,
1: since the whole COVID thing, I've lost all respect for
0: Canada. I feel bad for just Canadians. the way that I know, and Australians who are still in lockdown
1: until <laughs> like twenty
0: twenty seven. I know it's funny because Canadians and Australians stay out of the wars and like they don't get involved yeah. in all that drama. Were you the
1: one who was saying that like Australia just never gets involved in the wars? Who yeah. was saying that? Yeah, yeah, you're like they're like way down there. They're like yeah. chilling and they're like what war? We're but not at the same involved? time,
0: everyone's still wearing masks and and you know. So, oh who wants to live in Australia? One second. I don't want to offend anyone. I was in Australia, and it's beautiful, and it's great, and it's I wonderful. Love to go. It looks gorgeous. Yeah. It's- Sydney was one of the most beautiful beaches I've ever seen in my life, and I was in Hawaii. Like, it was oh, wow. really stunning. But, you know, every country has their thing, and it seems like Canada is not getting their stuff together. Very much between not. Between their special needs prime minister.
1: Be- oh, my God.
0: I know. ridiculous. And now they're struggling um, with anti-Semitism on their campuses. Many students feel they can't express their support of Israel and that they're unsafe. Wow. And hopefully the right people will get involved and deal be, with that. Deal with that. Let's shift gears. Baruch Namas. This week, Haraf Knievsky passed away. Yes. Now, that was a big, big loss, loss for Am yeah. as a yeah. whole. I really feel, felt a collective yeah. sigh of sorrow. Yeah. yeah. It was one of the biggest funerals in Israel's history. Yeah. And we lost, you know, Gadol Adar. Yes. Um, I actually saw a video where his daughter speaks for like a half an hour. I was going to translate it, but it was just like so long. She, so she actually said that Jewish women should daven not only shachris but all three tefillahs saying a get off
1: social media and daven Mil marv.
0: Exactly. Obviously increasing its nias. Always. And keep it up aim. She, she mentioned like specifically. One. Yeah.
1: I hate that they always bring the sneeze thing in. They always right. bring the women.
0: Exactly. But no like, one's ever looking at the guys. Right. Like everyone should get on board with keep it up aim. Yeah, because that's something that or like other things, right? Like respecting people. So the focus actually wasn't on Snias. She just mentioned, oh, she it, mentioned it also it in okay. that one centimeter is, you know, has kilometers of chosim. Right. Right. The main character trait that she wanted people to take away and learn from her father was keep it of aim. I like that. She said that her father used to visit his mother every single day, and when his mother passed away, she's he used to visit their widowed sister. Oh wow! So if you want to take something on to Carry his name and to make sure that his legacy lives on and help bring Mashiach. Kibbutz Avim is a really great place to start. That's right. Um, another, I, I can't say Lahav though because she's Jewish, but it's different category. Cer- she certainly didn't live a holy life. Madeline Albright, the first female U.S. Secretary of State, she died of cancer today, on March twenty third. Is today March twenty third? Yesterday. Fascinating story. She was born in Prague which was then Czechoslovakia, okay? She came to the United States as a refugee in 1948, and she rose in the heights of, you know... Meaning
1: she lived through the war.
0: It was only after she became Secretary of State that she learned that her family was Jewish, and her parents had converted to Catholicism during the war to protect themselves. But they ended up in Auschwitz anyway. So she she discovered that three of her family members, including her three grandparents, were murdered in Auschwitz. Oh, wow. Okay? But she never knew that. She never knew this. She grew up Catholic, right? With no
1: grandparents, mysteriously. With
0: no grandparents. I, it's, I know. It's a kind of a strange story, honestly. But she... I feel like a lot of people in that generation, they just... They didn't ask. The parents said, like, we're
1: not talking about this. And they actually just didn't ask again. Right. Where our kids are like... Every 20 seconds, the same question.
0: We never asked anything about my grandparents. My mother certainly didn't ask her mother about her childhood. Right. Now we're exploring it a little more. Yeah, Yeah, because life was so full and crazy and intense. And like, who had time to sit and schmooze? Let's just go, go, go and grow, grow, grow. Don't die. Don't die. Don't Don't die.
1: die. Yeah. I was talking to Son about this. And she's like, what's with like everyone all into mental health all of a sudden? I said, it's the first generation that we can actually sit and say, well, how do I feel? Not that I don't think that we're like so spoiled, whatever you want to say, like everyone's so obsessed with themselves. No, we have like massive generational dysfunction. The Jews are the most traumatized group of people in the world, but they've always been like every generation just trying not to die. So when you're trying not to die, you're not thinking, well, how does this make me feel? Right. Or do I like my parents? Right. No one cares. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. (laughs) I'm freezing and I'm trying not to die. Right. That is such a good point. Yeah. So we're like we're sitting. We're like on, you know, and we're like, mm, let's, let's 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 talk about our problems. Let's talk about our mental health, and let's like actually like fix all this. Yeah, there's actually a book about that. That the Jews are like, generational trauma doesn't just get passed down because of the
0: way I treat my children, they treat their children, but because it actually is in our DNA. And you have the choice yeah and that's oh God, just a book so that's so inspiring and that tells you like yeah. every single day you have a choice to be happy or not yeah. and even in the holocaust you could choose life and joy she's,
1: she's out of control yeah it's what's amazing. her name again <laughs> um edith agar young yeah
0: nice i'm obsessed with her yeah like her book the, um 12
1: gifts i think it's called yeah second one. also it, that's my bible one. yeah like there's a torah and then there's her book
0: i have a joke yeah a really good joke okay so did you know that Bibi Netanyahu is partially sephardic i don't know Okay, so Bibi's like an Ashkenazi Jew. Oh, I, I don't know anything about the people here. Benjamin Netanyahu. that. Okay. Like, okay. You know the prime minister, yes, the yes, longest. You know, I, pro- <laughs> I know that Bibi, that guy that was talking about Corona for two years. Yes, every night? I don't know anything about him. Okay, great. Yeah. So he's Ashkenazi, mm-hmm. but he took a DNA test a few years ago and discovered that he's actually partially Sephardic. Cool. Yeah. So he asks now that people stop calling him Bibi and call him Okay. <laughs> I prepared that joke and That's I really wanted funny. to share it and I know we already passed our Israel I segment. hope like the set I hope it
1: worked my responses for that joke.
0: Your laugh the whole thing. You are doing great. Okay. You want to do it again? Like no, laugh no. a little more enthusiastically? No, that was good. <laughs> it was good? Okay. Um let's move on to some insta news. Okay. I know, it's a touchy subject. No, not touchy subject.
1: I, I don't know much because I just got back on, like I said. Right. And I made a commitment to myself, and this is probably terrible to say because mm-hmm. I'm asking people to follow me, mm-hmm. but I made a commitment to not get sucked into everyone's lives. Right. Because I just can't.
0: Right. Which is totally fair.
1: So I don't. So I come to you Friday night and you give me like the quick synopsis. The you give me the cliff notes of the right. week. Right, totally. And that's it. Right. That's what I know.
0: Right, so this is going to be the Cliff Notes in a podcast great. of the week. Before we even get into Instagram news, I want to tell you about the Yoni Lorber band. I mentioned him last week. He is a great band that performs at weddings and bar mitzvahs. He does full band, quality music. Yoni's played with Yossi Pimenta and Avi Pimenta all around the world. He is a second-generation Pimenta family member himself. Oh. Um, yeah, he's really good. He plays. Love yeah, the Pimenta. Yeah, he God. like shreds on the guitar. Amazing. It's a certain vibe.
1: Totally. Yeah. Like I gen- guess it's genetic also.
0: Yeah. So he's a great band. If you're looking for a band to do a dinner party or an event or a bar mitzvah or a wedding, Yoni Lorber Band on Instagram or call 347-770-1771 and hire this rocking, amazing Jewish band for your events. Where are they located? In New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they, they'll, you know, in America, Yeah. wherever cool. you want. Awesome. Insta news. This is so ridiculous. The yeshiva world. <laughs> I'm laughing, laughing at the screen. I'm <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> they have some breaking news, the yeshiva world. Okay. The pizza let bagels, the mini pizza tarts are now nice.
1: That is big news.
0: So, uh, yeah, so in case you were have, struggling to wash, for your...
1: It's no joke. I just want to tell you that. Last night we had hamburgers. I went to the bakery and yeah. I chose... They have amazing mizona's rolls. Do you know that? Yeah, sure. Okay. I always buy okay.
0: mizona's rolls. Okay.
1: It's amazing because my kids always forget to bench right. and then it's a whole thing and right. they don't know what else to wash. So here we go.
0: Just yeah. all mecha, and you're done. Yeah. So this is... It's a big... It is big news. It's breaking... I'm not saying it's not. Oh, just I thought sharing, you were being sarcastic. I'm sharing it on the podcast. It's a big deal. Um, Some other breaking news. This week, a four-year-old went lost in... A four-year-old got lost... Okay, this week, a four-year-old got lost in Bergenfield, New Jersey. I heard about And, that. yeah, Hatzala found them after two hours. Where was he? Um, where in, in his grandparents' house, watching TV. Nice. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 I don't know where he was. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was sleeping under a bed. Oh, God. Yeah, one of my sisters once fell asleep in a we closet. We had a situation like that also. Right? Yeah. Oh Terrifying. Yeah.
1: I had it with my own kids also. Not sleeping. My kids usually ran away, but... Yeah, missing children, like the two hours can feel like five days.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I lo- I've i lost a kid for a few seconds. Since. Yeah, I actually, um I'm trying to train Shelby, my dog, to, to be, find your um, kids. Can you find th- my kids? They could find my kids in a second. If I leave the door open and my kids leave, she'll follow them. Both yeah. my dogs can. They'll also find me. But I want to train her to s- find the scent of humans to join the search and rescue here. Really? Yeah, there's a biking group, so everyone will do it. Right. If I train her and she can go, they can both do it.
0: Right, listener. Shelby is a gorgeous, gorgeous. Oh my god! What kind of dog is she? A herding dog, Australian Shepherd. She's a stunning dog, and she's very, very capable and amazing. And if she sees my son anywhere, (laughs) she should just let me know (laughs) because he's often just you know wandering where he shouldn't be. Okay, back to Instagram news. Hasidic hipster, you know Mm -hmm. Sarah. I do. Yeah, so she interviewed A.B. Rottenberg this I week. I actually saw that today. Honestly.
1: You did? So, oh, I'm cute. didn't
0: watch it, but I saw it. So A.B. Rottenberg has a new album out,
1: I Journey's heard. 5. I actually I didn't hear it yet. I didn't either. Yes. Is it on
0: something? It's not on Spotify or Apple Music. You have to buy it on iTunes.
1: Okay.
0: So I didn't get to it yet.
1: No, yeah.
0: Um, or I'm just waiting for it to come on Spotify. Yeah. But she interviewed him, and it turns out he loves sports, he loves Jewish people, and he feels very blessed to... You know, have the opportunity to still be in the music business. I interviewed him actually two years ago on a Zoom before anybody else. Yeah, Um, he's brilliant. Uh, Not the most exciting person in the world. A little bit like mellow energy. Watching
1: him, he's like this very Yeah. yeah.
0: So it's pretty cool that she went to Muncie to interview him. She's always. Um, involved, like she has her finger on the pulse yeah. of you know what's happening yeah. in Jewish music and I thought this was oh, very yeah. very cool if you want to see that interview um Chassidic Hipster it's on YouTube speaking of music Shani Plotzker her face is in a burger why <laughs> because she loves burgers but she's basically trying to share that she has a concert in is it Baltimore? Yes. No I way. I saw that I guess. So she's performing in Lowe. Yeah, in
1: Maryland. And that Shiraz Hayam Choir.
0: Yeah, so you like Shandy's music. I love her.
1: Yeah, I've seen yeah. her
0: belting her... And I know Elisa, and I know the girls who are on the other choir. Cool, so they're going to be in Maryland for a concert. Amir Tzah Hashem. You can get tickets at tsgw.org slash night of unity. Tickets are selling out fast, so if you want to see Shandy and Elisa Loeb and the girls from the Shiraz Hayam Girls Choir. They're excellent. Yeah, I actually did the harmonies for their last song, and... Um, they were, yeah, they're a beautiful choir. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, some other inchless news. And the truth is, this is not Instagram news specifically. This is just news that I discover on Instagram because that's what people are sharing. Boney Olam put out a song, um, a cover of Nishamala Mm. by Uri Davidi and child singer David Kirshner. Now, somebody actually asked me to rewrite little Nishamala. Yeah. For the community of, you know, people who are dealing yeah. with infertility. And I passed on the project. Because I was like, you don't... It's too intense. Also, but you don't rewrite Little Neshamla, in my opinion. Right. Like, it's the perfect song. Yeah. Don't mess with perfect. It's special song, yeah. It was rewritten by Miriam Israeli. She's... Do you know her? She came to my show. Oh. Yeah, she wrote a lot of songs. Yeah. So, you know, it was the original songs from A.B. Rottenberg. It was arranged and produced by Hila Newhouse. And it's on YouTube, so you can check that out um, and share it with somebody who's struggling with infertility. Last bit of interesting Jewish music news is that Tzivus Hashem, I'm sure you've heard of Tzivus Hashem.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Okay, you're definitely not a Lubavitcher. Tzivus that? Hashem was the army of Hashem. The okay. Rebbe, there was a Civashem Hashem magazine. The Rebbe basically created this platform, or what the right word is, where Children were inaugurated into the army of Hashem like soldiers, and mm. we used to memorize Pirkei in camp and get points and get prizes in this booklet, and you get different ranks, and wow. you were part of the Tzivitz Hashem. So Tzivitz Hashem is celebrating 40 years simultaneously with 40 years of Avram Fried's music. Wow. So Avram Fried is singing for 40 years. Tzivitz Hashem yeah. is around for 40 years. It's Avram crazy. Fried is They're doing a massive event. It's called the Double Event. And there are not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but six Friedmans performing. I Avram know Fried, were. Benny Friedman. Okay. Okay, that's his nephew. The Eighth Day are both his nephews. Did not know that. Okay. Um, there's a singer here in Israel, Simcha Friedman. So mm-hmm. that's also his nephew. And Ellie Marcus is another first cousin that Did sings. Did not know that either. Yes. So music by Mandy Hirschwitz Band. You can check that out at the double there are two events, Sunday the 24th of Adar, March 27th, and Sunday the 2nd of Nissan, April 3rd. Incorporated in that is the International Chidon Championship and Sim Mitzvahs, where students from all around the world that won in their schools Got it, yeah. come to compete. They study the Rambam, and they get a prize, wow. and they win a prize to Israel and some other great things. Cool. So. I have another joke. Yeah. It's actually not my joke. I'll try to laugh harder. <laughs> <laughs> laugh harder because it's not my joke. Okay. <laughs> Mandy Pellen's joke. Tapra just issued a ban on all laces, including shoelaces, because it might lead to Shayta lace. You're like not funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mandy Pellin. We tried that live on the air and we did not get the reaction we expected. There's the whole controversy about know, yeah. lay shaitals. Yeah. Right. Um, I my sheitels are not laced not because I have an issue of lace but just because you know my sheitels are curly and whatever the Neshei Chabad magazine which my mother brought here when she came yeah. to Israel had a whole article about lace sheitels and because Labavich is just so cool like that they explained how it's not the issue is not the lace the issue is when the lace is so sheer and there's not enough hair to actually cover the hair on your head right but if the sheitel has enough hair and yeah. the lace is not try, you know it's not yeah. exposing your right. hair if, you like if your hair is top. covered your hair is covered right. now I'm not I'm saying that you shouldn't you No, know, not wear lace if that's something that your community right. is encouraging um, all for improving and trying and you could only grow by making an effort to be more obvious in your you know, hid mitzvah and all right. that stuff. But Mandy Palin is still not funny. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I, I love Mandy Palin. I actually <laughs> had like a whole, um, it's actually a year ago. Yeah. Last year, Pesach, he made fun of, last year, Sphira, he made fun of Sphira music. He said that Sphira music is like Pesach cereal. Like nobody really wants to have it, <laughs> but you suck with it. Right. So you and I was to it. like, I just put out an acapella. It's not true. Like let's let's. I want the acapella music. It's beautiful. Um, it's amazing.
1: You heard the new um, Macabees one uh, with the song from uh, that, yeah the uh, Encanto? Movie. Yeah. Oh my god. I love. I cried through the whole thing. Yeah.
0: I didn't watch the movie, but I love uh, Macabees. My, my
1: kids were bawling.
0: Yeah, I love macabeats mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love acapella. Somebody just a meaningful minute actually asked me if I could take footage of the old city on Purim. Yeah. So I tagged them in a bunch of stories, and. They asked me what type of music I like to listen to. I don't remember how we got into it, but I said I actually don't like listening to most music. Like, ironically, I really don't like because oh, li- it's all most of it's awful. Like, there's so much awful music. I listen to Jewish music, right? But even within Jewish music, I'm yeah. selective. Yeah, so that's why. But yeah. I always <laughs> love the Maccabees. I listen to them yeah, all year round.
1: they great. Also, I was watching them, and I'm like, the I must be like around the same age as them because when I first got married, they were. That's right when they were just starting,
0: I stopped analyzing people's ages it's and now just I just look at them, I'm, I'm like Marilyn Albert's God, age. <laughs> I'm but like they're growing up with us. Like they're also
1: growing up. Like in my mind, they're still 22. But I know. they're not.
0: Yeah, but men age better than women. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, especially women in the Middle East, where the sun is beating down oh, on us, boy. And it's snowing on our faces, yeah. and all the. Weather drama that we have here. Mm-hmm. In any case, thank you so much, Khumi, for joining me on the weekly squeeze. You, are you can welcome. find Khumi at Bridal Clog Bridal Baltimore.
1: Creations, Baltimore. If you're looking for a and my other one is Leave It to Hummy. Leave It to Hummy. So from dogs to brides, <laughs> and <laughs> then yeah, I mean, I still, I still do wig stuff. I mean, I teach now, and right? Long, yeah.
0: Super talented. My wonderful next door neighbor, Chami's got you covered. Yes, and she's a great neighbor, and she's a great podcast host and I'm thankful that you're here now say Shabbat Shalom to the people and we will see you next week.